0: Of course. Of course there had to be a piece of bloopers. Okay. So, my microphone is facing I don't know, all the sources of noises in the world and I'm not sure if it's the best idea, but that's how we roll around here. They <laughs> call me at sometimes sad but mostly just rocks and you're listening to etc rocks let's talk about anything and everything till we reach the end of our thinking capacities yeah for this episode before i get started with anything of course i have to give you a backstory of everything that's happening in my life because that's how we do it around here i actually just changed rooms i used to stay at the second floor of our house. But now I am on the first floor, near the front door. And like I mentioned in the beginning of the recording, I, uh, my microphone is just facing the road, like near the entrance. So like if there are cars that decide to, you know, come along or motorcycles or dogs, cats, maybe even birds (laughs) and decided to make some noise then you know kind of understand what's going on (laughs) i actually like it here it's slightly smaller with tiled flooring compared to because upstairs i have vinyl vinyl flooring and the only downside here would be the amount of mosquitoes and flies that, you know, just take over the entire real estate area. (laughs) Okay, one of the few reasons why I decided to move down here, um, the biggest reason being I wanted to have a bathroom of my own because the downstairs bedroom has a uh, twilight and bath right next to it. And it's nice to have my own space that's just, you know, clean and I'm the only one using it. So I feel responsible for keeping it clean and tidy at all times. Because in my previous room, I had to share it with a sibling and it kind of activates the lazy bum in me and just leaves it for other people to deal with. Which is kind of a bad thing. (laughs) But another reason is we have a broken doorbell. And given that we're all under quarantine, everybody is just, uh, you know, shopping online and uh, just like doing their own thing of just, you know, everything, then that means there's a lot of deliveries going on. And whenever somebody comes over to, you know, deliver packages, everybody's upstairs and the person who used to stay downstairs is (laughs) basically doesn't open the door to anybody. (laughs) Um. I'll uh, let you guys into the story maybe in the future but yeah I basically became you know the doorman. I receive most of the parcels and packages and it's just faster that way. I, I feel more productive and I feel more aware of my surroundings and I don't know I'm actually somebody who prefers tiny spaces and I would love to talk about that in like another episode just like an entire hour dedicated to tiny spaces maybe I don't know. But yeah, I just wanted to give that quick update. I kind of changed my setup a bit. I uh, I have a smaller room and I'm filming an episode in it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm actually filming the day after the previous episode has been published. Although the previous episode was recorded like two weeks ago. And if you listen to that episode then you'd know that I had a very lazy face where my show notes didn't get saved on Blogger, Blogspot, <laughs> and it was a little bit annoying because, you know, it takes an hour, you know, I have to listen to the episode again and I have to write down timestamps just so it's easier to browse for people who are listening to the podcast. So when, you know, they want to just hop into a certain topic right away. They don't really have to deal with um, listening to the entire episode. And I just thought, yeah, I finally took, you know, the adult responsible path of uh, just uh, doing it the night before the previous episode got published. Just so when the new episode comes out, which was yesterday, then, you know, there'd be something for the listeners. So far... I'm just gonna like gonna give a quick opinion since I'm already in this discussion like I'm not somebody who looks at my analytics just yet right now I'm really just enjoying making podcasts as a creative outlet because there are so much stuff that I want to talk about but if I decide to just get into another topic as I go along with what do I'm talking about right now we're gonna be filming a completely different episode so I think we're just gonna jump on right into the theme for this episode. Now last episode, I, I thought it was a topic Thursday because it was a fourth episode. And sometimes I feel confused by you know the number of days because I count the weekdays like Monday to Friday from one to five. So, since it was episode 4, I kind of assumed that it was a Thursday kind of episode. But it's actually a welcome Wednesday and I was so hyped like during that episode because I was just talking about an icon. And if you haven't listened to that episode, then you probably should give it a listen. <laughs> Shameless plug. But anyway, let's get into it. This is a Topic Thursdays episode. I have a wide range of interests that don't necessarily fit into a particular themes that i made so i dedicate this for the different phases i go through but this can also work for random topics i just want to discuss and fulfilling audience requests on what they want to hear now so far i don't really get much uh, verbal interaction with the audience most of the interactions uh, would usually come from instagram because that's where i sort of market this podcast And most of the audience I get apparently are Japanese audience which I'm pretty happy about but um, there's not much comments and like I said I don't really pay attention much to the analytics I am more of just you know being creative right now but if you guys do want to give me a follow I'm gonna just repeat everything again at the end of the podcast but yeah it's just you know another shameless plug but let's get right into it actually this episode would uh, fit into another theme on this uh podcast which is probably media mondays maybe i think yeah because this is actually about a video game yeah video games are also a form of media am i right but i'm sort of dedicating this on topic thursday because like I said, it's about the different phases that I go through, and I'm not sure if this is a phase, but I uh, I really just want to get into talking about this, and without further ado, because I think that has been the longest adieu ever of like eight minutes I'm looking at the recording. Anyway, and it's all about Mobile Legends Bang Bang i guess you wouldn't call it a video game but you'd call it a game a mobile game uh, a moba what is a moba anyway i don't even know what a moba is i've heard of the term moba before but i've never really known the the future the full meaning of it 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 says here it's a multiplayer online battle arena a subgenre of strategy video games i'm kind of adjusting the table a bit in which each player controls a single character, but it's has unique abilities. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'm looking at um, the similar search results of uh, different MOBA games. And I've heard a lot of them. But I've actually not played a lot myself. Although I enjoy listening to my friends talk about them. And it's games like um, League of Legends... Defense of the Ancients, uh, Dota, Uh, Arena Valor, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Warcraft or Starcraft are sort of MOBAs. If they're not MOBAs, then you know something of similar genre because they have the same characteristics on what the game looks like. Anywho, how? Actually, I'm really sitting in an uncomfortable position because I'm filming on the floor. And the microphone is um, standing on a chair and I have a, a lap table like a folding table on the floor and I'm in this really awkward position where I have to pivot my spine just to uh, type on the computer but uh, I guess I'm just trying to experiment in different setups in this new room I actually have like a proper setup where I can record peacefully but yeah this is just how it's gonna be for this episode because I'm already here I'm already starting let me just get a quick water break because my throat is so dry <laughs> okay so about mobile legends bang bang <laughs> I mean it's more commonly known as mobile legends right and before I get into the whole backstory, the reason why I'm, I've decided to make a podcast episode about it is because of the other podcasts that I've listened to that talked about mobile legends. And it's pretty cool because um, there's not a lot of uh, podcasts that is about, uh, that, that's about mobile legends. There's actually one episode of a Filipino podcast where they discussed Mobile Legends for a bit but didn't really focus there. And if I can find it, I'll link it to the show notes so you guys can check it out if you're a Filipino who loves podcasts and Mobile Legends. But um, the most prominent, prominent. well, the when it comes to podcasts about Mobile Legends, there's only two that I've found online that really focuses on that and it's called The Bang Bang Podcast and this other one called Zero Zone and it's pretty cool because I've listened to both. I try to uh, get myself up to date with everything that they uh, discuss during their podcasts and it's pretty cool as a Mobile Legends player because you know you get insights from different players even though they're not necessarily pros. But I think Zero Zone is somebody from the community. I'm not. I don't remember what it's called. I'm not sure if it's called MGL. Or. Um, I don't know what MGL stands for, but the MGL team, I guess. But it's like um, the people on the insides, I guess, who gets access to the advanced server or like what's coming next in Mobile Legends. And it's pretty cool. And this Zero Zone guy. Has like a Discord server. Where he answers questions from his followers. Him. His. Their. Their followers. And just you know. Give everybody an insight on what's going on with the Mobile Legends meta. Cool. And then the Bang Bang Podcast. I'm not sure how old it is. But I found it on YouTube as well. Because when you search them on your Um, Local streaming platforms There's not a lot of People who discuss Mobile Legends Mainly as a podcast So yeah anyway I found both of these podcasts on YouTube And the Bang Bang Podcast Are a bunch of um, I guess a bunch of guys who Just kind of huddle up And they have different discussions as well About what they think Of Like mobile legends they talk about specific heroes they just uh talk about um again the meta and then they just it's basically anything that you usually find in a podcast but it's all about mobile legends so it's a lot about video games or you know uh, opinion on opinion on stuff i'm kind of like a bit outdated by it because i think the last time i listened to their podcasts was probably last month because i do have my own collection of podcasts that i like to listen to but apart from podcasts uh, when it, there's a, i follow a lot of um, youtubers or uh, not necessarily streamers although a lot of these people are streamers some of them are professional players uh, most of these people I just follow them on YouTube because they create a lot of um, a gaming content and I just really enjoy watching them and I'm just like going to quickly go through them. I have like this whole list. There are probably some others that I also give a watch like once in a while but these are mostly the people that I go back to. Whenever there's like something new in Mobile Legends and I just want to know what these people are doing with the game So there's Betoski There's Hororo-chan There's Gosu General TV Gosu Foon Shinmen Takezo Assassin Dave Trux TV Batute Insection Oh My Venus Bobong Gamer and Minion Queen uh, I kind of just like went through that whole list like a, a little bit quickly But if I'm gonna like describe them one by one and the reasons why I watched those channels then I might as well write So butoski is a really good player. He does a lot of series where you know He gives a lot of tutorials on how to use specific heroes and he does a lot of challenges like last season He did a whole um, solo to mythic challenge where whenever he won a game he, he couldn't use the same hero again so that was a pretty interesting series and i enjoy watching betoski because he really gives a lot of effort with the way he edits his videos and it's really fun to watch and also pretty good looking too so there's like a lot of plus there although he doesn't really show his face a lot on his videos he probably only showed it like once during a live stream um i think i'm i'm kind of interested in in his content because well he's pretty cool (laughs) he's pretty cool and he makes like i'm not sure if he made the music but he's using really great music on his channel and you know a lot of nice graphics as well and i'm all about design so that's something i like to pay attention to as well and then there's hororo-chan hororo-chan i'm not really making much assumptions but this is just based on my observation but what's cool about hororo-chan is is that um hororo-chan is an anime character that plays mobile legends it's another gamer that uh doesn't show their face on their videos but instead uh hororo-chan is like an animated figure of a girl a small girl with uh straight black hair and like blunt cut bangs and it's super cute but Hororo-chan is also really good at playing but a lot of the other content that I watch from Hororo-chan is about uh advanced game servers like new releases testing out new heroes um revealing different bugs that currently exist in the game so there's like a lot of those videos on Hororo-chan's channel then there's Gosu General TV now Gosu General General or just General in short uh, I'm assuming they're pro players of Mobile Legends and they're under the Gosu team together with Gosu Hoon now General is a marksman main and I guess I'm not a marksman main Ish, <laughs> I'm gonna get into like my side of uh, mobile legends a little bit later, but I just get a lot of um, I guess, tips on how to use different marksman players. And I'm interested in watching Gosu's live because he's really good at playing the game. And the same goes for Gosu Hoon. On the other hand, Gosu Hoon is a main, it's a mage, main, main, mage user. Okay, I just kind of got my so tangled up with all the words. so kind of the same concept but what i like about gosukun is his interest for uh the uh, filipino language then he likes to say the word masarap in his videos and masarap kind of means delicious or yummy but the thing is like when you get a kill or you know when it feels good, you like you say masarap it's just I guess a little something comedic but yeah he's also one of the really talented players that i watch on youtube then there's shinmen takezo I'm assuming Shinman is a, it's a Filipino, considering that he speaks Taglish on his uh, videos sometimes, but it's pretty cool that he has like a Japanese name. I'm not sure if it's his real name or if that's just his YouTube or gamer name. Uh, either way, he posts a lot of funny videos as well. He he likes to post a lot of tutorials. On uh, how to master certain heroes in a really comedic way, and when you go to like his channel, like all of his titles are very comedic in the sense that he describes players' names as if they're in like some sort of story, but or whatever. I'm just gonna like quickly read um, one of his uh, one of his what do you call this uh, videos on on YouTube and how he titles them, just so you guys get an idea. <laughs> like one of his latest videos says here, blood sucking creepy, thin man uses pile of bats to slap entire population of Pluto and Mobile Legends. And, <laughs> and he's just—it's—he's basically just describing one of his Sicilian gameplays. And if you guys don't really know Mobile Legends much and you can't appreciate this episode, I'm kind of like sorry in advance. But then I—I just really enjoy. Discussing Mobile Legends, so that's what I'm gonna do this episode. So if this isn't your cup of tea You're welcome to stay or you're welcome to go as well. I'm not stopping you (laughs) Anyway, proceeding getting moving on Assassin Dave now Assassin Dave is Clearly ethnically Asian. I'm not really sure about his um nationality or where he's from and stuff, but Assassin Dave is another pro player and also YouTuber, stream- slash streamer, <laughs> mobile legends influencer that I watch on YouTube. And although as his name suggests, Assassin Dave, I'm assuming he's an assassin main, but he also posts a lot of tutorials for, I guess, noob-bee. <laughs> I'm not sure. Noob isn't really a bad word. It's like a short form of newbie. But anyway, he posts a lot of um, tips and tricks so people can improve their gameplays and for a noob like myself and somebody who's, you know, forced to play different uh, roles in, on Mobile Legends. Watching watching his tutorials really helped me a lot. And he's also somebody who's really funny too. But then at the same time, he also likes to post um, content on different news about the community so it's not necessarily just about the game He sometimes also posts like videos about what's going on around the world with Mobile Legends players or Mobile Legends um, streamers gamers like for example like what's going on with other influencers when there's like news or issues or like for example apparently mobile legends is banned in india and i'm not sure if it's going to be the same with north america or something and it's like affecting the whole community of like gamers because there's a lot of people who plays mobile legends in those areas yeah I watch a lot of those content from assassin dave and then there's chooks tv now chooks tv started really small he he was just like a viral sensation but the first video of Chokes that I've watched is, is um, playing Layla, a, char- a marksman character in- on Mobile Legends, as a tank. And you know that kind of became his branding and to date um, Chokes TV is like the biggest like YouTuber in the Philippines. If not YouTuber as a whole then like at least like a YouTuber gamer or like Mobile Legends streamer in the Philippines. He's that big. He grew so much. He's so humble. He reminds me a lot of PewDiePie and I really like PewDiePie. But if I start talking about <laughs> PewDiePie, I might, you know, kind of just segue into a whole a whole new different topic. But um Chokes has a really similar growth to PewDiePie where, you know, he was just playing for fun, making commentaries you know streaming games that he likes to play and just really connecting within with the audience and making them laugh just so you know they can have a good time and that's what i can see about chokes even though his videos have a lot of vulgar language and profanity i it's pretty refreshing to see his um life like you know behind the camera and he's somebody who's just really a simple person very humble and you know just wants his family to like you know live a good life and all like you know like you can see like the goodness in his personality that's quite different from what he's showing in front of the camera. Then there's Batute. He's also a Layla main but he he's really serious about playing Layla and I guess he's like the Philippines number one Layla player if I'm not mistaken but if I am I'm sorry. Um Batute Posts a lot of content where a lot of the players that he gets teamed up with really bashes him or like you know just trash talks like throughout the game because when you play Layla on Mobile Legends like before the current um, patch or the current version of Mobile Legends they they think you're weak because Layla is something people would consider as a beginner's hero. It's like the hero you would use when it's your first time to play Mobile Legends and you know you, you can't really play any other hero, so you play Layla as your go-to. And Layla is pretty easy to master, but um, you know there's a lot of other heroes that are that are when they say they compare to Layla is better. But anyway, Batute is like this content creator who just proves everyone wrong. And just you know carries the whole game with Layla. <laughs> and it's pretty cool because you know I it's it's, it's a lot of videos about proving people wrong. So with the same you know with the similar story, there's Insection now. Insection is a Cho main gamer, and instead of um I guess people trash talking him for using Cho, he does a lot of Mobile Legends prank where he fakes his win rate. And you know, like uh, he shows that uh, he has played a thousand matches with Cho, but then his win rate is like non-existent or just really low. And then he would lock the hero and use it during rank. Then people would get mad at him for using that, and then he would just prove them wrong by dominating the whole game and being MVP even. Then that's another like pretty cool content that I watch on. I watch on uh, YouTube. I'm not sure if you can hear it on the background but there's some there's somebody here anyway and then after but but to 10 in section there's Oh my Venus oh my Venus I've met in person it's pretty cool it's actually at this event with chokes TV on it in it um yeah they basically came to my area and they actually came from like you know like farther places it's pretty cool and oh my Venus is a really really cool cool pro player because um oh my venus is, is um i'm assuming is a support support and tank main and while there's apparently there's not a lot of girl pro players on mobile legends and oh my venus is also one of the very few gay pro players on mobile legends and i guess that's you know really cool as you know like a representation i guess and oh my venus is really good and really funny as well because i watch their videos on uh, youtube and they post a lot of like other content besides mobile legends like playing horror games and i'm somebody who enjoys um watching people freak out on playing horror games so there's that then there's bubble gamer bone gamer similar to like hororo chan is also like an animated character that plays youtube but this one is like filipino so he streams in filipino and then it's really funny because I'm not really sure what um, his main role is, but he plays a lot of like he plays a lot of games where he's he's just dominating or he's just uh, for the laughs because he's using this um, voice changer where he sounds like a chipmunk, same as Chokes TV. Chokes uses a lot of like chipmunk voices on his um, games that you know that's like a part of their branding. But yeah, Bobong Gamer. As the name suggests, it's kind of like dumb gamer, but he's not really dumb. He's actually really good, and I really like his um, character. Like, the, I guess the appearance of you know his character. Like while he's playing, there's like an animated. Oh, I heard of one. There's an animated like moving figure. You know, while he's playing, like even the mouth and everything is moving according to like what he's saying. That's pretty cool. You know, it like a lot of effort. Or like the anonymity of you know playing the game but yeah i enjoy watching that content too then last year i said minion queen minion queen is using a different name on youtube but minion queen i guess is the gaming name uh, the name is christine santamena like i don't watch her videos a lot but like i said there's not a lot of girls who's really good at playing mobile legends that stream or maybe there are but i'm just not watching them i guess because i get i'm pretty picky with who i watch on um on youtube <laughs> but that's just me but anyway uh, dominion queen or christine is also another really good player in mobile legends and and she's blessed enough <laughs> to always participate in all like the campaigns on mobile legends where you get to buy skins for diamonds and now for those who don't know diamonds is actually converted into real currency so you're like paying real money and it can range to like thousands and thousands of pesos or dollars or whatever just to get like certain skins in your possession now i don't know if i'm about to tell you like everything about mobile legends for from like the beginning on like everything that's you know that's up on mobile legends as somebody who doesn't know so i'm just assuming like if you've made it this far in the podcast then you play or you're at least you have an idea on what mobile legends is about to be able to relate <laughs> with what's going on anyway So a little bit of like a back story with me <laughs> I, i'm my outline is kind of like all over the place but then yeah i'm just I'm just, you know, going with the flow because I'm just enjoying. <laughs> I'm just enjoying myself while recording this um, episode. But anyway, I want to talk about when I started playing. Like to be exact, I started playing Mobile Legends on January one, two thousand nineteen. Yes, New Year. So during that time, we spent New Year's Eve with my family and extended family on my mother's side of the family excuse me i kind of like burped a little bit of my mouth (laughs) anyway um we spent new year's eve in a hotel in the city i forgot where it was but during that time you know while waiting for new year i'm not sure if it was the morning after everybody in my not everybody of course but a lot of um my siblings my uncles were playing uh mobile legends and then they they just they just decided to invite me you know to start playing and like any other uh, mobile legends player of course you got to start with Layla, you know the whole tutorial on learning how to play mobile legends and i don't remember much on my uh starting on mobile legends but um the thing is I, I kind of listed down who my main heroes were at the time and and I can see that my heroes were like Layla, Uranus, Nana, Franco, Mia, Bane, Eudora, Gord, Rafaela, and Zask and like when I started playing, I didn't really play the rank matches, I just played classic and or the arcade games. And I'm pretty mixed here because if you can, if you heard the heroes I mentioned earlier, I guess that makes me a mage main. Because a lot of the, a lot of those characters that I, characters, all of the heroes I choose are magical, <laughs> magical. And then, unfortunately, my phone got stolen like that same year around April now I guess I'm gonna I I kind of mentioned that I want to talk about graduation in a different like story or different episode but like long story short I lost my uh, phone during graduation rehearsal and you know that includes my first mobile legend accounts because in mobile legend you can have uh, one account with two separate servers so technically you know you can have like two accounts so that time i lost both of those accounts and it's pretty upsetting but then i can still access those accounts not access i can still see those accounts existing on you know you could just search up the name then you'd see it there and it's a little sad and that's the only reason why i know where my main heroes were at the time (laughs) anyway so then i got a new phone I forgot which month. Maybe it's in the same month that I got it, a little after graduation. I think. And then uh, since then I've changed the name of my account at least three times. So the first time of course is because I have to I had to make a new account on my phone. No my new phone. And then um, the second time I changed it was during quarantine because, like, i work from home and all. And then the only reason why I changed it again is because I didn't want people to know that it was me using the account. So I kind of changed my name into these like emoticon-looking text because you can pretty much use any characters for your Mobile Legends name. And then a little after that, I got myself a name change card for like, I guess, 50 diamonds, if I'm not mistaken. And then I I changed it again to the current name that I'm using right now. The only reason why I'm not saying what my Mobile Legends username is because, well, I actually don't follow anybody on Mobile Legends and I don't like have any followers like i cleared everybody no it's nothing personal but i don't know for some reason i just felt like doing it so yeah (laughs) it feels so antisocial. but i don't know i don't know why it's like that but it's like that so it'd be like that okay so let's talk about my um my main heroes on my new phone and it's not that it's actually looks far it's a little bit far from my main heroes back then. So like my main heroes now is actually Minotaur, Hylos, Valer, Chang'e, Leslie, Atlas, Kufra, and Diggy. And I'm only basing this from the amount of times that I've used them. But if you actually ask me the heroes that I like wanna use, it's a completely different like story. But the thing with mobile legends is that Whenever you play a game, you're sometimes forced to adjust because um, you have to balance your heroes according to you know the role. So um, there are different roles in Mobile Legends, and it's uh, tanks, fighters, assassins, marksmen, mage, and support. So for example, everybody wants to play marksmen and there are already fighters and mages so you're you're either going to be forced to play a tank or a support hero so but the thing is in this case nobody likes to play tank so that's kind of what happened to me even though i'm personally like a mage and marksman main on mobile legends i kind of developed into a tank main just because nobody wants to play tank and i kind of enjoy playing tank too because sometimes you don't really have to do anything you just gotta absorb all the damage whenever you're whenever you're tanking now since we're already like on the topic of um what do you call this we're already on the topic of discussing different um hero types i guess i'm just gonna like go jump right into it because well yeah (laughs) i'm suddenly like just losing losing my losing my words but anyway let's just talk about like the, the, the heroes i play we're just gonna talk about all the heroes basically i'm not sure if i'm gonna be able to fit that in 20 minutes but i'm just gonna talk about like in detail about the heroes that i actually do play now let's start with uh, akai akai is a panda who looks like poe i don't play akai much but akai i can play akai and i guess in versus ai games and then alice is actually originally a mage but then now she has tank capability so they just turned her into a tank as well. I don't play Alice much too but I can play Alice I guess. Atlas. When Atlas first came, came out, I was actually pretty good at Atlas but then Atlas experienced a lot of bugs. So sometimes there's a problem with his ultimate skill and I can't play it or for, exa- for his ultimate is- isn't able to like hook the other hero so it becomes pretty much useless. So I kind of stopped playing Atlas. Like Right now my Atlas win rate is like pretty low. I guess lower than 50 or just 50. And then there's Balmond. I'm actually a Balmond main and I enjoy playing Balmond as a laner rather than a tank. Although you know he can tank too if he wants, but he doesn't have a lot of crowd control capabilities, so he's better off like I said. got damage. Oh, okay, dogs. Got a possum for now. This is the problem with recording (laughs) from downstairs because all the dogs are here. So once any dog starts barking, I get to enjoy an entire party of dogs. But that's uh, the reason why I sleep upstairs because, you know, it's peaceful and I don't have to deal with the dogs. Anyway, Barats is a new tank hero. I haven't actually tried playing him, but he's pretty cool because he has an animal, like a dinosaur with him. It's pretty cute. And the actual Barats characters are like a small, small guy. Then Basha or Baxia, I don't know how you pronounce his name. Basha, na lang. <laughs> uh, Basha is a um, a tank that kind of like... Rides around with walks. <laughs> like W-O-K-S. And um, he's good for like anti-heal heroes. But I don't blame him much too. I haven't really tried playing him during Rank. But I guess I've tried him during Classic or Arcade Games like Mayhem. Belerick. I enjoy playing Belerick in Classic. Now Belerick is like a revamped version. I haven't really played much of the old Belerick version. <clears throat> but Belerick now... He's really fun to play during classic because I don't know. I, I get a lot of support, like assists, like during classic whenever I play Belric. Esmeralda is a tank mage and she's better off used as a, a like a carry hero. But I haven't really gotten much, you know, around playing um, Esmeralda, maybe Classic a few times, but I don't really play her much, so I don't really have anything to say. <laughs> then there's franco i used to be a franco main on my first account they didn't really change anything on with franco's skills but the only reason why i don't use franco often like lately lately meaning like 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 now but i actually used franco last season but the thing is the problem is with his hook i hate aiming i'm more of a spammer like a skill spammer so if i have to deal with things like aiming like franco's hook does Then it kind of like makes his entire existence useless but the thing is I have all his skins and like I don't know what to do with it (laughs) if I'm not using Franco so I decided to use Franco a little bit last season like to help carry me through mythic which is like the different ranks in mobile legend like one of the highest ranks because the highest rank in mobile legends is like mythical glory and then the mythic is just like the basic like highest rank anyway then there's Gatot Kacha also a tank I can use Gatot Kacha as a tank, but I prefer using him as a laner, like a a split pusher. Even though it's like he has like a fighter mage like role, I use him with a mage build because he has really good magic damage. So, yeah. (laughs) Grok. I used to use Grok a lot. I used to be good at Grok. And I guess because it involves a lot of aiming as well because his second skill involves like throwing a wall onto the map Then I guess I kind of just gave oh Something dropped. What was that? Anyway, I used Grok and then they I I suck at aiming (laughs) On where to put the wall, so I just don't use Grok anymore Hilda, I don't really use Although I heard the not heard. I, I know some people who are pretty good at Hilda. Hylos is one of my main tanks. Now I used to hate Hylos because I didn't understand how his second skill worked because whenever you use his second skill, when you run out of mana, it would use your HP. And then there was one time where I just died and I didn't know why, but apparently it was because I forgot to switch off the <laughs> forgot to switch off the second skill. Then there's Johnson. You had to you have to be really good at driving to be good uh, to play Johnson. And I have almost all of johnson's skin except for wreck king and like i guess it's a sign for me to learn how to drive i can drive ish but when i get nervous i kind of uh, i kind of suck at it so Eh. oh dogs are barking again so i gotta pause once in a while i'm actually kind of nervous because we've already reached like the 42 minute mark and i'm not and i'm not sure if i'm gonna be able to talk about all the heroes but you know Let's just get on with it. <laughs> you know, life is too short anyway. If this episode gets a little bit too long, then you know, fine by me. Or I'll probably just make like a part two episode. I don't know. We'll see. Then there's Kufra. Kufra is actually the best hero to play against very mobile heroes because he kind of um I don't know, restricts their movement by bouncing like a ball. Dolita. It's good for like absorbing projectiles which a lot of um, heroes who use basic attack And I use Lolita also but then All of these heroes that require a lot of aiming Kufra Lolita While I can use them I just choose not to use them so (laughs) There's that Then there's Minotaur I'm gonna just drink quickly again Minotaur is my main hero in terms of use and like high win rate I guess and Minotaur is pretty cool because he doesn't use mana
1: So you just got to be
0: good with rage management, which is um, his ultimate skill and I, That has worked out a lot for me because he has CC He has skill, uh, has healing skills and then you know just a little bit of damage So, you know, there's pretty much different ways you can use Minotaur as a healer as a setter and you know tank Ruby is originally a fighter that they turn into a tank but because of the tankiness, I don't use ruby much but I have some ruby skins too. (laughs) Then Tigreal? 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 Tigreal, I've recently learning how to use Tigreal just because I want to be able to use all the tanks but yeah. Tiny Krill for me is a little bit hard when it comes to um, using the ultimate skill because you have to time it well just so you can get the maximum amount of crowd control. Then there's- Oh, dogs are back I'm kind of wondering how many times I have to pause the recording just so we don't get a lot of dogs into the episode but uh, whatever. I used to be a Uranus main. I first discovered Uranus while playing Brawl. But then they revamped Uranus. Apparently it's a better version but I don't like it because it kind of lost the skills that I was used to. So I don't use Uranus anymore. And Uranus then was a good tank. Now now he's just more of like a laner, like an off laner kind of hero. So yeah. I'm just going to skim through the fighters because I don't actually play fighters much so i don't use aldous alpha alucard argus i use badang and i bought his special skin but i don't use madang during rank so <laughs> it's kind of just for show because badang looks like jinkazama from tekken but we're gonna talk about Tekken in another episode then balmond who already mentioned earlier i use bane I prefer the old Bane because he gets to tower lock with his ultimate skill. But Bane now, I guess, is still okay ish, but I just don't use Bane a lot. Barath is also a fighter, apparently. Cho is impossible for me to use. (laughs) But if you're good at Cho, then good for you. Cho is a really annoying character to be an enemy. Deeroth, I don't really use. Freya, very good as a support tank, although very good fighter as well. It's a fighter. After all, Katatkacja mentioned Guinevere. I have Guinevere skins, and I'm good at Guinevere when it comes to brawl. But using it for things like classic and rank, I wouldn't count myself on it. Hilda already mentioned, and then there's I love Jawhead. I used to hate Jawhead because I didn't know about odd potion, but Jawhead is pretty good at pushing and also good at initiating like team fights. So I use jaw, but I use I mostly use jawhead for um, split pushing. Kaja really good sport. can't use for my life. I want to learn how to use Kaja, but eh. Khalid a new hero. I don't really know much about him to talk about him, so I'm not going to. Now Lapu Lapu. <laughs> if you're Filipino, then you know who Lapu Lapu is. I don't use him either, but just pretty cool to have like a Filipino hero on Mobile Legends. Liamord, I don't use also I don't have an opinion. <laughs> I know some people who love to use a Liamord and Angela combo. Yeah, but there's I'm not really gonna get much into it. Mordus, don't really use that. I have that special skin suit also, the one that they keep having on the campaign. I forgot what it's called, so whatever. Masha tanky fighter, but I think Masha is only categorized as a fighter now. Masha used to be considered as a tank but Masha is mostly like a f- fighter. The only reason she's tanky is because she has 3 HP bars. Mincitar. I used to love Min-sutar as a as a fighter because um, Blink heroes don't really stand a chance when they're stuck inside his ultimate skill. And, but the thing is I stopped using him also because his first skill is a hook that needs aiming. Roger, don't really use. <laughs> but Roger's also like a marksman so yeah. Ruby, uh, Sylvana. Last season, I used Sylvana a lot to split push. It's pretty good. Like it ha- she has a lot of sustained damage, and um, good CC as well. Stuns, and the ulti can like trap en- a single enemy inside, and. I just use Sylvana with arrival because I prefer to just push with uh, while using her as a hero. But you can also use it for support like during team fights to just stun the heroes or to trap the enemies. So that you know, y'all can kill. <laughs> Sun or Sun and really use. So not much to say. Same for Thamos. Terizla. I love Terizla. But then for some reason he's really weak last season but I've, I've had some good gameplays with him but i guess it's mostly just split pushing but good damage reduction i like chryzla because like sylvana he can trap heroes with his ultimate but instead of just one hero it can be like up to three heroes yeah so that's pretty cool x borg is also good but i don't really use x borg is also really good a new hero but i haven't really gotten much around to using him because everybody else wants to use yujong and i'm not really a fighter main so that's why i don't really use a lot of these heroes and there's zilong one of the og heroes on mobile legends uh he's probably the only character with a hook that doesn't require aiming you just need to lock the skill but um they've revamped him this season and he's pretty annoying like stronger than before because a lot of the zilong players i know are already strong but like they're not really that good unless it's those players like I think it's called Inuyasha I know Inuyasha is an anime name but there's another gamer I just remembered who plays uh, Zilong as a main and he's really good at playing Zilong Assassin, another role that I don't really play but I'm just gonna go through all the heroes you know just for the sake of mentioning them so I don't play Alucard, Benedetta hasn't been released in our server yet Fanny is the most impossible player, player, the most impossible hero to play, at least so far as, far as I know, for me. Then there's Gushin. I don't play Gushin at all. <laughs> Another hard um, character to play unless you have what they call fast hands. Hanzo. I'm really good at Hanzo when it comes to brawl, but when it comes to like classic and rank, eh, don't count on it. Harley. I've been practicing Harley a lot during classic, but his skills can be a little bit. Hard to maneuver? (laughs) Maneuver. Hayabusa. I've also started um, practicing some heroes with a lot of mobility, like Hayabusa, but... Okay, my dog is barking again. Cool. Anyway, I have a a lot of good experience playing Hayabusa during Classic, but not yet ranked because I don't dare. (laughs) But I'm pretty good at um, dominating kills with Hayabusa. But I'm not sure if it's because I'm playing with uh, other beginners, but... Yeah, I can I'm good at Hayabusa in classic. I'm not I'm not sure about Brawl much. Uh Helcurt, Another annoying one. Uh can't I can't be bothered to deal with his stats. So I can't really say that I'm good at playing Helcurt. So I'm not. <laughs> Kadita is a mage, but they also consider her as a as an assassin. I don't really play her much as well. But yeah, the only mermaid, I guess, ish on the game in the game. Karina I don't really play as well. I I can play and it sounds like I know how the skills work but I, I don't really know I know how to use, don't know how to play. Yeah. Lancelot don't know how to use, don't know how to play. But I've played with a lot of really good Lancelot Main. So I know how strong Lancelot can be and very mobile. So you know, it's very squishy. It's he's a very squishy hero, but if you're good at, at navigating his the skills then you're pretty much safe. Apple, lapu already mentioned earlier, Leslie is my main. Now, Leslie is categorized as an assassin marksman. But yeah, I mostly play her as a marksman and the only reason I guess she's considered as, as an assassin because the ulti can pretty much um, target heroes. Like you can pretty much detect hiding heroes, hidden heroes using her ultimate. And she has like a conceal skill which is her first skill. Ling, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I don't play Ling. Natalia, I also don't play Natalia. Saber, I can play a bit, but I wouldn't really use it on rank. I guess I don't know. I don't think so. But uh, Saber's pretty. I'm pretty okay with Saber during uh, brawl. I guess, but I wouldn't say I'm good at using Saber. Selena or Selena. I I practiced. Using Gosu Hoon's tutorial on how to master Selena, and I guess I'm okay with using Selena as a support rather than an assassin Or like as a mage Unless I'm just using her mage skills to like trap enemies But if I'm gonna use the assassin skills where she morphs into the abyssal form You really need a lot of like courage or you need to be really aggressive when playing in her abyssal form. So yeah, I don't know (laughs) There's Isun Shin also a marksman but categorized now as an assassin because they recently revamped Yi shin but um I don't really use Yi shin I tried practicing Yi shin for a bit but uh I couldn't really get the hang of it especially now that he has new skills I have no idea how to do it so no (laughs) Zilong yeah I already mentioned earlier so now let's go to the mages I'll probably be able to talk a little bit more about the mage, since I am a mage main ish, Alice, I don't play Aurora. I have Aurora's um, Kula Diamond skin from the King of Fighters collaboration, but, <laughs> but the thing is, I don't really get to use Aurora much. I guess because other people pref- other people prefer to play mage, and like I don't really have a win rate with Aurora, and I don't really use her a lot, so. I don't know. The skin is just sitting around. It's just good for like showing off during um, draft picks. Oh, barking again! Okay. It's safe now? I don't know. And then Cecilian I don't really get to play much because it re- uh, his first skill requires a lot of um, aiming and mana management. So I can't be bothered with that too. Chang'e is one of my main mages. Chang'e is so mobile. So good at supporting and even off laning, but most of all, like the the her ultimate skill can like you know you can just like move around and feel safe, unlike Gourd, which we're gonna talk about later. So Chang'e is one of my favorite um, heroes to play. Whenever you know want to play mage or I need to play fighter and I don't play fighter, (laughs) I use Chang'e. So if you're gonna judge me for that, then I don't know. Sorry, is not sorry. Cyclops is super cute. I know. Oh my goodness! I know a lot of like Cyclops main. I had to pause for a bit because the dogs are barking. I, um, I know a lot of Cyclops main, but I, I can play Cyclops, but I'm just not good at playing Cyclops. So I I only use uh, Cyclops like during classic, like you know, just for the funs, or like when we're you know we're, we wanna show our skinner because i i lately got the saber skin for cyclops it's super cute esmeralda already mentioned earlier Eudora's has been revamped and i'm currently doing the campaign uh. where you have to master like different uh, like season one heroes so eudora has really good burst damage but she's so squishy and she doesn't have a lot of mobility so i don't really want to use her but yeah her skills are pretty good for is a support slash mage Faramis was good for a while, but I guess it's because not a lot of people play it, so I don't really see much reason to play Feramis, But Framus is a free hero. You, if you play the time um, Framus got released, you can get Framus for free. He has good skills in the sense like he can hook heroes without the need to aim, as long as you just lock the skill and then the ultimate kind of revives dead heroes but apart from that i don't really see much like you know you can just opt for other support heroes i guess gourd is another one of my favorites especially during brawl because his ultimate like beam like reminds me of you know goku <laughs> from dragon ball but you know, the, the wave kamehameha anyway board is also one of my main mages really really lots and lots of um, stuns, damage, and burst so another really good hero. Harris. I kind of played a little bit like during classic but I don't really think I'm not really focusing on like <laughs> getting good with Harris. Ari mentioned Harley, Kadita. Kagura is also really mobile but another one of the hardest heroes to use like next to Fanny because you, you kind of have to know the different combinations on using her skills. So, eh. Kimi is a marksman, also slash mage. Really mobile, but a little bit too mobile and lots of aiming included. So, and if you have sweaty hands like I do, which I hope you don't, it's a little bit hard to um, navigate using her lunox. Requires a lot of management in terms of um, balancing her light and dark skills pretty easy to use once you get the hang of it i know a lot of lunox mains but um i don't use her personally but i just own the hero same goes for loyi a lot of aiming and like a lot of combos sometimes i just really prefer to like spam skills so if it requires a little bit of effort like to just um, skip using the hero so the same goes for lilia nana is a support mage that can be used as a tank slash offlane. don't ask me how but i've done it so many times mvp gold mm. and a lot of people judge for you for nana users but nana, nana means you go for it <laughs> there's odette Odette is really good for um what do you call this Odette is really good during brawl because she has a lot of burst damage and a lot of um, like surface area where her ultimate skill can reach so a lot of heroes a lot of heroes hate her during brawl but she's also a good combination with Johnson when you're playing on rank or classic because Johnson's ulti once, once it hits the enemy the enemy gets stunned and then Odette can use her ulti or can, she can use her stun again, or something, and then ulti. Then it's pretty, it's pretty good from there. Then we have Farsa, another good mobile and like burst, like damage um, mage. I really like her also for um, ranking. I use Farsa a lot because Farsa has a lot of skills that makes her really good at, um, I guess, spamming against like enemy heroes. And then she has an escape skill, like she transforms into like a bird selena already talked about Vale. is kind of like an undermined hero i wanted to appreciate Vale, but the thing is the next hero valor is the one that i use more often but uh, i can i should practice using Vale more so i can talk about veil vale a little bit but anyway yeah veil vale is a really cool hero because he's the only hero where you can upgrade his skill depending on what you want if you want more damage or if you want more If you want more, what do you call that? Surface area. (laughs) I keep forgetting the terms. Anyway, or if you want to stun, stun, or if you want to knock up the the enemy heroes. So that's pretty cool. And then there's Valor. Now I prefer the old Valor just because I got used to it. But I guess the Valor now is also good because there's more mobility and like more damage in terms of um, skill. But like, Valier is mostly used as a support for some reason, but if you use Valier as a mage, you can get a lot of kills. I got a lot of, um, I got my first, not first Maniac, but I got a Maniac from using the old Valier and the (laughs) Valir, the Valier now can also, like, do a lot of damage. I don't know, I'm just kind of, like, repeating what I said. The is pretty good. I'm not sure if he's still a meta right now, but still good, nonetheless. Vaxana, I also used to use a lot, used to use a lot. (laughs) Pretty good hero too. Uh, I guess good for classic and also good for brawl. But I don't use her much in rank. But you can if you want to. I guess another hero that I know always there's a new hero here called Evie, Ivy. I'm assuming it's gonna be a mage slash support based on the news that I heard. But it's not really released yet, so I don't really know much about her. And last but not the least, on the mage is Zask. Zask is um one of my main mages used to at least really good for classic if you want to push if you're a made pusher mage but also good for like team fights because you can like engage in a team fight without being in the in the middle of the team fight you know what i mean yeah really good hero lots of really nice skins that are hard to get but um zask (laughs) then let's proceed to marksman the first year here, Brody, is not yet released or announced in our server, so I don't have anything much to say about Brody. Bruno, really good hero, lots of nice skins. Used to use Bruno also as a main marksman, but I'm not that good with um, determining when to use his ulti, so I, don't, I prefer Leslie more. Then there's Claude, very mobile, but apparently he needs to be well farmed first I'm not sure about the meta now but I'll, I mean with any hero you know you can carry or you can be really good at it if you really use it or practice a lot but I guess in, when it comes to experience then yeah I'm just talking about what I know Um Clint I don't really use Ranger. apparently it can be really Quite good at Granger, but I don't really use Granger because I don't have the hero until recently. I bought it, bought it, bought him. And then Hanabi, really good support on for some reason because of the CC, I guess. But my sibling loves to use Hanabi a lot. When whenever we play Mobile Legends together, Irathel, I don't really use, Carrie, I don't really use, <laughs> Kimi not really, Layla the new Layla is crazy together with the new Mia. But yeah, I've been using them a lot more often. I tried using them on rank and boy did I dominate. So I've already mentioned Leslie, how oh, she's my main. Moscow, don't really use either. Popol and Koopa, not really, but the skills are pretty good. You just gotta know when and how to use them. So I just wonder the reason why I don't use it, because I don't know. Roger already mentioned one one. Wan wan. Wanwan, I kind of don't know how to use or like activate her ulti, or like it takes a lot of risk to activate the ulti, so I don't really opt for Wanwan. But like as a tank main, I've kind of had experience um, tanking for these different marksmen, so eh, I guess they, you know, they all have their own, I guess, good traits then Isan already mentioned earlier so let, last but not least support apparently there's not a lot of support heroes on mobile legends which like why supports are really cool Angela you need to be really good at determining which person to give your ultimate to but very mobile lots of heal and like slow and stuff <laughs> Carmilla very tanky really good sport lots of damage and Yeah, for some reason there's not a lot of people who use Carmilla, but those who do use Carmilla whenever they're in the enemy team, it's just pure suffering for for our end. (laughs) Diggy, really good. I hate the Diggy strategy because there's a lot of people who know it, but they still fall for it, so it's kind of annoying. Estes, yes, Estes. I love using Estes. Uh, I used Estes during the early season. As, like, a healer just to help carry me out of epic, and it worked quite well. Already mentioned Faramis earlier, and Kaja, and Lolita, and Minotaur, and Nana. So, the last hero here is Rafaela. Now, Rafaela is basically the healer, and kind of like her first skill can detect heroes that are hiding in the bush, and then her ulti is a stun. A lot of people underestimate heroes like like support and stuff just because I guess they think they're weak or doesn't do much. But if you're really good at your role and, you're, and you let your support support you, you're going to find them really useful and helpful you know, in the game. Anyway, I guess we've kind of like exceeded it, the one hour mark. I'm looking at the recording, it's like one hour and six minutes and I don't want to prolong it anymore. I pretty much just play I used to just play Mobile Legends at work and go barking nice I kind of paused for like a few minutes but then I have to finish because people are coming and then the dogs are all just barking at the same time so yeah I pretty much just I used to just use ML use ML play ML at work at home or like whenever it's with friends so I had a lot of people like to play with. So it, 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 it kind of, I wrote here Mobile Legends is like Yu-Gi-Oh! You need to be playing with other people or together with other people to be able to appreciate the game. So that, that was kind of like it for me. I, I guess I'm not going to talk much anymore because I don't want to like over exceed this episode. But yeah, there's the concept of smurfing and if you're really into like the whole gamer thing. Oh wait, let me just unlock the door. Okay, it's gonna be really impossible to film or record the rest of this episode at this point because there are other people around now. So I'm just gonna like finish this off like quite quickly. I just talked a little bit about smurfing because when you have like that second account in a different server, you get to just start again from the beginning and you're kind of just like bullying the weaker heroes on your way up, which is probably why most MMO players have better Smurf accounts than their main ones. But eh, their arcade modes also are a really fun addition to like the whole Mobile Legends game. Because if you're pretty tired of just playing rank all the time or like just brawl, then you can just opt for playing arcade. But arcade, I'm a little bit annoyed because I have a feeling that the final output of this episode is gonna be really ugly a lot of like cuts here and there but whatever right that's life you have to keep it natural keep it real so hey eh. i think it's just quite bad that i have really poor um anger management so <laughs> oh my goodness anyway i actually stopped playing mobile legends for a while because of the unbalanced rank system and i've been on a loose streak and i don't want to spend real money on skins and like you know i just yeah i want to play other games you know there are other mobile games on and then like there's console games and even pc games so i guess i'm just gonna like stick with those so i don't really want to like pressure myself to just keep playing mobile legends but the thing is you just tend to get into that frenzy of playing it i'm kind of like sorry if there's a lot of abrupt cuts here and there during the episode because like whenever I'm recording and the dogs have to bark, I just have to pause it like straight away. And I'm not really sure if the audio is getting caught nicely. So let's just end the episode because uh, that's my cue. i reached the end of my thinking capacity. And yeah. Let's just get on with the outro i'm not active on social media and more of a lurker myself but hey i got an instagram page if you want to stay connected or not it's up to you really i'll start using the hashtag et cetera and all my posts for all that seo and low-key marketing jazz you can subscribe to my youtube channel for official uploads or stay tuned for the distributed versions on main platforms mainstream platforms of your tools for those who can't deal with hour-long episodes you can check out the time cards and skip to the part you like or subscribe to our second channel to be updated for highlights Lastly, you can check out our blogger page where I try my best to transcribe everything I just said or share show notes and maybe create other content I won't necessarily discuss in this podcast. And that's my QI reaching with my thinking capacity. Let me know your thoughts and takeaways. In the meantime, till next time, bye!